you are browning it in a pot with a whole bunch of seasonings and aromatics, and then you cook aromatics. It. What did I say? Aromatics. <laughs> you're not you're not putting aromatics in the pot. I'm too. not. You're not doing that. So <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Welcome to the Honesty Policy, Episode 9. I'm Patrick. And I'm Sarah. And this is a podcast about honest things. Whatever we're obsessed with, you'll get our honest thoughts. What are we talking about today? We're talking about Devane Foods. Devane Foods? Do we have a brand new line <laughs> of frozen foods? We're like Paula Deen and we're like uh, the Pottery <laughs> hey, Woman. Hey, y'all. <laughs> the Pottery <laughs> Woman? Sorry. Pioneer Woman. <laughs> pottery Woman. <laughs> Sorry. No, we don't have a line of foods. We were sort of... Yet. Yes. For our tens of thousands, tens of twenties of listeners. Yeah. Tens of listeners. Many of them will recognize some of these foods. We're coming up today is Easter, um, and we are, in true Easter fashion, many families get together and have a special meal. And for the Devane, specifically the the Maryland Devanes, we have particular foods that we love. Now... Was this for a special Easter meal? Incorrect. No, it no. was not. Uh, both Patrick and I are in ministry, so Holy Week is a tough week. And we thought this week for our podcast, we would talk about things that bring us joy, like food. Specifically, foods that we as a family love, or most of our family loves. Yeah. They're sort of staples in our family life. That's what we were, we were thinking it would be interesting to talk about some of the things that were, when you, when we think of our family and we think about uh, what we would choose to eat, these kinds of things either have special meaning because of some unique story, or they are just things that have been beloved favorites now. We just can't have whatever Whatever. holiday without whatever this food is. So we thought you guys would enjoy coming along in our discussion. And to start us off, our very first food is called, it didn't have a fancy name, it was just called Hash Brown Casserole. And the story behind this was from when we were dating. So Patrick and I, uh, my memory of us when we discussed this recipe, we were sitting in a Sonic, like where you pull up your car and we were in your Jeep Cherokee. Sonic drive-thru. Because, I knew it was Sonic, because they have tater tots as one of their sides and i my favorite thing there is their chili cheese tater tots and then you take a bite of this chili cheese tater tot and you dip it in ranch dressing and it's an experience if you've lived in the south or been near a sonic we even actually have a sonic here in maryland it's bad but really good bad like <laughs> yeah. really good bad you know what you're going into yeah it's like, still a sonic tater tot yeah rest. but anyway I love this. And Patrick and I had only been dating a couple months. Right. Because I came to you in Georgia. You were with me in Georgia visiting me. And we go and we're picking up Sonic for a lunch or something. And And I ordered, my favorite things there are corn dogs and the chili cheese tater tots. Yes. And I'm eating in the front seat commenting on, oh my gosh. I said, I just, there's not too many ways you could go bad with a tater tot. And you just sort of looked at me. And normally if you agreed... You would, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, no, I love it, too, blah, 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 blah. You were silent. And usually in Patrick world, if Patrick doesn't comment or si- or say anything, it's not good, people. It's just not good. And Patrick did not like, does not. Would you still say you don't like tater tots? I would say that. In fact, I, so I remember it a little bit differently. Okay. Um, 
because I don't have the trauma involved. <laughs> it's not a... It, it's, it, it's ingrained in my memory. But okay, we'll go with your story. Uh, so I remember we were talking about going to Sonic. We were driving oh. around and we were talking about going to Sonic. And you were sharing that same thing with me. Oh, you have a Sonic. That's perfect. I love Sonic. This is incredible. I'm going to get the, the corn dog and I'm going to get the... Oh, and then you are excitedly are talking about how... Oh, yeah. And I love Sonic because they're one of the only places that have tater tots. And tater tots are amazing. My memory of it is me casually saying to you, you know, I don't really care for tater tots. At which point, my expectation was that you were going to say something like, oh, okay, I really love them. Well, that's, isn't that funny how we all have different feelings? That is not what I said. No. I said, uh, what? I'm sorry, you yeah. don't. You don't like tater tots? No, this, and this is the right tone. Now, I have memory of this because I remember being in the front seat and almost like needing to unbuckle my seatbelt to turn to make full on eye. Like, I'm sorry, if the record could have stopped, <laughs> yes. It would have been, you don't like tater tots? Yeah, the intensity of the questioning and the way in which everything else has now been put to the side. And I couldn't stare at you because I was driving. So I missed, I, I wasn't clued in completely to you yet. So, you, I'm, I'm sorry, you don't like tater tots? I, still driving and not knowing you as well as I know you now, again, thought we were having a casual conversation. We are not having a casual conversation. See, and so I just said, yeah, they're just not... I, no, I need, it's, it's important enough to repeat again. I'm sorry, seriously? Like, you don't like tater tots. They're just fried, mushed up french fries. Like, they're just in a harder crunchier yeah. package and and you and you're like yeah i don't i'm like okay have you okay like have you tried him dipping them in ketchup and you're like yeah no it's still a tater tot with ketchup and i'm like okay okay i'll give you that what about ranch because sonic has ranch you can dip it in ranch yeah and you're like yeah no i'm still not liking it and i'm yeah. like chili cheese it doesn't even have beans in the chili because you don't like beans in your chili i do not chili cheese on tater tots yeah you're still not up for it and you're like what is with you? And and you wouldn't you wouldn't <laughs> respond to what's with you. You then went on a different attack mode because you were sort of in the bargaining mode, and now you're in the attack mode of you'll eat French fries, won't you? I've seen you eat French fries. You eat French fries. What about hash browns? Do you eat hash browns like the little round flat tater tots that, that no, been smushed? I don't like those. But but you but you Y'all, do, my mind was broken. You do eat French fries. I said yeah. I said this is the this is a potato. This is the same thing. I said it's not the same thing. I don't. I don't like tater tots, and I honestly don't understand the conversation that we're having. Internally, in my head, my heart was panicking and breaking because one of the things that I was known for in making within the Rudolph side, that's my maiden name is Rudolph, and so in the Rudolph side, I always made a hash brown casserole, and the key ingredient in my hash brown casserole is tater tots that you've sort of smushed up and broken up. And for him, I'm, I'm you know, ladies, I'm, I'm planning on the ways that I'm going to impress my boyfriend who will one day be my husband. And one of the things is the things I'm good at cooking at. I'm good at making. And hash brown casserole, I've never met a person who didn't like my hash brown casserole and rave about my hash brown casserole. And oh no, <laughs> he doesn't like tater tots? Like, how... How are we going to be able to build our relationship? 
And it never ceases to make me laugh that your immediate response was to lean in and attack me on this of like... I, not, well, it came off as attacking me. <laughs> yes, it but did. I, you, my were, intention, you were about to argue that you I weren't was, attacking no, it, me. It came off as attention, but my, it was intensity that I thought I could convince you I could find the loophole of your understanding of tater tots and be like, there it is. Okay, well, if you have tater tots with cheese and blah, 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 then you'll be fine. And not, then my brain would be like, okay, we're going to be able to convince you. So I'm going to all of a sudden see the light on tater tots? You should have, at least by now. In the number of years we've been married... It still hasn't dawned on you that well, I eat your are... potato casserole, and you sort of like it. No, that's not fair at all. I will let the record show. You do like my tater- my hash brown casserole. I love your hash brown casserole. I have multiple helpings of it. <laughs> I choose it over other things. Which, for the rule in our household, if you go for seconds, that means you really like it. The first time you eat it, and you go, "Oh, it's nice, it's good," but if you haven't gotten up to get a second. Run of, the, of whatever the food is. Okay. Your first one didn't count. So for the record, that's not the rule. That's Sarah's <laughs> internal decision that she's made on everyone. I, I'm going to get so many people who are going to email and say, yes, no, I agree with Sarah. It, it's a it's an unspoken rule that if someone wants enough to go for seconds, then it, it tops the, oh, yeah, this is really good. But if you can only just eat one helping of it. Yeah. I mean, did you really love it? I don't know. It's still questionable. Did you also really love the green beans that were sitting next to it? I don't know. Because you only got one helping of those. Right. So if we're putting right. on that judgment. So anyway, with hash brown casserole, she, she I was, was panicked. In, so flashback to in the car. I had no clue why tater tots are the most important thing in the world to her seemingly. And now instead of grilling me, she suddenly goes quiet. Now, if you think that it's a bad thing when Patrick goes quiet, when... What's it mean when I go quiet? Because oh, that never happens. It's, so, most times, um, it means that you are just about to break down emotionally. Because oh, yeah. your anger doesn't lead to quiet. Your mm-hmm. anger leads to more outspokenness. Your I'm not a yeller. No, I said more outspoken. Okay. You become okay. very clear in your thoughts and opinions, <laughs> and you share them clearly. So it's very People good. People are going to wish they had a video of us having this <laughs> podcast just to see our faces. It's very good for me because I don't have any question where I stand True. when you have feelings because you share them. I do. But when you go silent, it's because you are really churning on something and you are trying to hold it together. And I'm broken. You are like, trying to it's... convince yourself that these feelings that you're feeling, you can hold them together and it's not a big deal. Yeah. So, Like on the cusp of ugly crying tears. Yes. So that's what I'm sorry I am driving and looking over at you and you aren't saying anything and staring straight ahead. And, and my recollection, I don't know if this actually happened. I don't know if I'm filling in lately, later, so it's entirely possible. But I have a feeling of you going, we don't have to go to Sonic at all. I know you hate tater tots. We don't have to go to Sonic at all. And I was like, I, I don't know what's happening here. I don't hate tater tots. I just don't prefer them. They have other things. It's no big deal. Again, I'm it's really, not, I'm clued into it's not, what's... It's not a big deal. I'm clued into what's going on here, so I'm doing really well. You can well. be in a room, yeah. in a car. <laughs> That's right. And finally, uh, we are almost to Sonic. When you, it's been silent for a while, and I've allowed it to be silent for a while, because I have no idea. No, so so my memory is we were actually seated and parked 
And then you finally... And and we had this conversation. Okay. Because I remember, I remember looking at your dashboard, like turning my body back towards the dashboard and trying to keep tears in. Like, I really thought I was in love with this man and that I was going to spend the rest of my life with him. (laughs) And I, you know, I mean, people are going to think I'm really ridiculous, but in those, we had a very different way that you and I came together. And so this idea that something that I thought I was going to be, I was going to impress you with. Yeah. I didn't have to impress you with. And I want to say, I was even thinking of making the hash brown casserole when I was going to meet your friends for the first time. Yes, you absolutely were going to do that. So here I was going to show it to you. I was going to showcase it to you, impress you, and impress your new friends who, um, if David and Julia listen to us, Julia is a phenomenal cook. Julia, it's... If phenomenal. I mean, Julia is one of those people... Where she makes it look easy. So she stuff does. that is clearly not she, easy. She'll say, because, okay, on a side note, she made a granola. A granola yeah. that she just put in the yeah. oven that was so good on ice cream. Have we it, ever had better I granola? Try, no, not ever We've in my life have granola. I ever had better granola than what Julia made. And she just... She, she told us uh, where she got the recipe. I know. We tried making it at home and couldn't. So much so that when I was pregnant with Andy, I want... Or I had a surgery. She sent us some. She did. She made some and sent us some Man. because it was so good. So this is the bar of who you're trying. To I was impress. trying to impress, and this yeah. is my number one. Usually hits it out of the park thing, yeah. and you're like, no, I don't. I don't like tater tots. And I, like I, my whole foundation was rocked. And so I remember looking at the at the dashboard in your Jeep, going, oh no, what are we? What are we gonna do? And you, my. You put your hand on my shoulder. I'm like, hey, are, are, are we okay? Like, And I turn to you with tears in my eyes. And I'm like, it's fine. We don't have to ever eat at Sonic. It's fine. And you're like, no, they have lots of good things. I like Sonic. We're fine. And I was like, it's, nope, it's fine. And you're like, okay, I, I need you to unpack this because I don't know what's happening. And the good part about you and I, we had not even gone through our premarital counseling yet because no. we were not engaged even at this no, point. Uh-uh. We're just dating. But we had already come had a good repertoire of talking through things yes because we had fallen in love over the phone right not in person so we talked about it and when i shared with you my reason behind me you were like oh well i'm sure it'll be fine i'll taste it i'll, I'll enjoy it it's fine it's got all kinds of other stuff in it and i remember the, when i made it for david and julia coming over to your house for me to meet i was so panicked yeah. but you were like oh no it really tastes good and i was like Oh my gosh. Okay. Marriage is back on the table, people. <laughs> I can now marry this guy because he likes my tater tots and my hash brown casserole. So our one of our items on our Devane Foods was a hash brown casserole because it has a story. And to this day, when you get the second helping of hash brown casserole, it makes you, my heart happy. You notice it every single time. I do. Every single time. And you you look and sometimes... Now you anybody we have over is going to be like, oh my gosh, did I get seconds on anything? I need to make sure right. I get seconds. <laughs> I <laughs> that's want, Sarah's love language is when right. you get seconds of my food. <laughs> I want all of it again. That was incredible. Yes. Just don't eat before. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to... We're just going to carb load up when we get there. We so. all have to get second, seconds just for Sarah. That's right. So she knows we love her. So... <laughs> Perfect. One of our, our number one food, and I wouldn't say it's our number one food, but the first no. on our list is hash brown casserole. Because of all of the all of the things that have come with it. And now yeah. the number of times, the number of years, the number yeah. of places that you have made it, it's it is We usually special. make it at least one summer. We usually make it at Thanksgiving. I mean it's just sort yeah. of a if we we're doing it. like a, if we're doing a fancy 
get together thing, yeah, especially it, with family, it always yeah. makes an appearance. So, you want to say our number two? Okay, so our number two is um, what we call sausage pie. Now, do you know how? How do you remember? Yes, how we, okay. I was at a mops group. Okay, in Greensboro, North Carolina. Actually, sorry, it was at Jamestown. Yeah. Um, in Jamestown, North Carolina, at Jamestown United Methodist Church. And I had been to a mops group because it was suggested to me that that's how I could make friends because we didn't have any young people really in our church at the time. At the time, yeah. And I was struggling, y'all. We had moved to North Carolina literally right out of, after I got out of the hospital having birth Piper. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we went from the hospital to an, a, a hotel. Have we told... We haven't told this story. No, we'll, we'll do stories We'll do like the story that. a but different we, time. We went from the hospital having birth Piper where I had been on hospital bed rest for three and a half weeks prior. Yes. To a hotel in Richmond, Virginia, to a hotel in Greensboro. We had to get special permission for Piper to travel in the car a longer amount of time than newborns were supposed to travel in the car. And the only way that the doctor signed off on it is if we stopped every 45 minutes to get her out of her car seat. Yeah, stretch out her body so she could breathe better. Let her run around a little bit. So (laughs) She didn't run around. She's she's a baby. But So... It was suggested by many people that uh, friends of mine and family members who also, maybe you could find a mops group because they'll have other young moms who were there. And sure enough, I did meet some really fun people there. But the first mops group I went to, I didn't realize that they all took turns providing food for that meeting. And so the first one I went to happened to be all breakfast things. And which, if you know my love language, breakfast food is on it. Um <laughs> Spoiler alert for later on in the list. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was a sausage pie. And ultimately, all it is, is crescent roll. Like you roll out the dough um, in the bottom of the pan. Then you brown two pounds of sausage, breakfast sausage, whether you want hot, whether you want mild, whatever. We just do regular. Jimmy Dean is our favorite. Mm. Um, two pounds of Jimmy Dean sausage that you brown and drain off the grease. Then you add usually a block and a half of cream cheese to it and cream it all up. Throw that on top of the crescent rolls. The key ingredient, and I didn't. I had to ask the lady, which she said, you have to shred up seriously sharp cheddar cheese by Cabot. You know, it's got like a lumberjack red and black pattern on the wrapper. The block of, of the block. It's a white, seriously sharp cheddar cheese. You shred that up and you sprinkle it over top and then you put another layer of the crescent roll dough and, and then you bake it. And that's it. Like 20 minutes. That's all it is. It is not rocket science, but it is so good. It's creamy, the crescent roll buttery, flaky. It's phenomenal. And I remember being at the mops group and eating and going, oh my gosh, I could eat this whole pan. And everyone at the table that I was sitting at all commented, and that was our talking point, was all of us were talking and gabbing about this casserole, this pie thing. As part of mops, you provided recipes with the things that you brought when you... So there was usually four or five women who would provide food that meeting and they'd bring the recipes because all of us were moms trying to... Because dinner is the bane of our existence half the time. I walked home with the sausage pie and I came home. You were watching Piper. Yeah. Because I was nervous the first time. They do have like a little childcare station, but I was nervous (laughs) because Piper's a baby. You were not going to let it So you said, I'll come home from work and I'll sit with her because it was in the morning. You were working, but you said, I'll stay home with her and you can go to the mops group. And you did. And I came home and you're like, how was it? Did you make any friends? And I was like, we're making sausage pie. It was phenomenal. And you're like, yeah, but like you went to meet friends. And I was like, yeah, I'll, t- sure. I'm sure we'll make friends later. The sausage pie was phenomenal. And to this day, we are making sausage pie. It's one of our absolute favorites. And I say we, 
Piper, Patrick, and I, it's one of our favorites. Yes. Now, does it have gluten? Yes. I have to be very careful, and I can only have portions, and eventually my stomach goes, what are you doing? That's but enough. Andy will not have anything to do with it, but that's a different tale. So, number two, sausage, sausage pie. pie. All right. What's number three? Ooh. So, our number three that we put on the list was Fancy. Korean beef barbecue tacos from the crock pot. This one we happened to pawn. Um, there was another YouTube couple that we were watching as we were sort of researching our dream of going to um, Disney. And they live in Orlando. Tim Tracker. It's the Tim Tracker show. Um, and we absolutely, at the time, were obsessed just watching videos about Disney. Because at the time we couldn't afford to go. And we really wanted to. And we watched. And they did this crock pot meal. And... They even made like a, it's like a crema, but it's a lime sour cream, something that goes over these Korean yeah. beef barbecue tacos. And it's super simple. You put like a big shred, no, I mean like a, oh gosh, it starts with a C. It's a beef. Anyway, you put a big slab of meat, I'll, I could tell you the recipe at some point, in a crock pot with a jar of Korean beef barbecue sauce and some onions, red onions, I think. And you cook it on high. In the crock pot. In the crock pot. And then you shred up the meat. But the the key ingredient is there's this, it's like sour cream, lime. No, sorry. It's mayonnaise, lime zest, lime juice, garlic, and something else in this like crema. <gasps> oh my gosh. So the crema is what makes it. I mean, the the yeah, shredded, I mean, the, the beef breaks down and you shred up the, the beef and the beef has a good flavor. We liked it because we don't do a lot of other things that are Korean barbecue kind of flavored. So it was fun to have something that was sort of different from the normal kind of this tastes like ranch or this tastes like paprika or this tastes it, that kind of thing. It was thing. an ethnic food that we just didn't make a lot of. We're, we're still sort of, we, I point to the fingers at me, I'm new at making things that are of another, from another culture. We like lots of different foods, but just had not made them. And this one, super easy, could not be easier to make. The ingredients aren't complicated. They're not too expensive. And the that lime crema oh. that you just put once you've... It's just the shredded beef, a coleslaw mixture that you yep. put your own sort of vinegar stuff into, and then this crema stuff. That is really punchy and citrusy because of the lime. It really sort of brings it all together. I, in a way that uh, whenever I've watched food shows and they talk about oh you, the really balance of flavors, like I'm like, what are you even talking about? Like your sort of pretentiousy kind of thing. But the 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 brightness of that citrusy kind of cream sauce on top really transforms it from just uh, tortilla and flavored meat inside to like oh this is really really good and very different from anything else that we eat well and this is also really good several years ago i took gluten back out of my diet and i say several it's been since we lived in the carolina so it's been we're working on over seven now i, I think it's close to nine because i did it like two years before we left so nine years that i've tried my hardest not to do gluten just because my body just doesn't handle large takes of it and when we made these tacos you could have a flour tortilla and be very happy yep I could get a gluten-free flour tortilla. I don't, basically, I don't know what that is, but it was a yep. gluten-free tortilla, and I still had the same texture and the same consistency. Yep. It tasted amazing. Now, do either of our kids eat it? Neg- no. Negatory ghost rider. Neither one of our kids like it, but we absolutely love it. And again, if it's a crock pot thing, it's super simple. 
So that was number yeah. three, Korean beef barbecue tacos in the Crock-Pot. So number four, if you have come over to our house, <laughs> yeah. then you have experienced number four. Because number four is our automatic go-to whenever you come over. A new over, person is coming to our house. You automatically, unless there is some sort of reason why you can't do it, and I can't think of a single example of that. Of no, people we even, just had vegetarian that was over that we could make food for them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you come over to our house... You're having Mexican food. So we do Mexican food at least once a week. Um, we have, when we're really going all out, we will make not only like a turkey ground beef kind of uh, meat for it, but we will also do kind of frozen chicken. We will... Um, sort of like, not a shredded chicken, but like grilled chicken tenders. Grilled chicken strips kind yeah, of thing. That's what it's like. And we will uh, we'll do the ground beef or turkey mixture in just taco seasoning. But there's this liquid fajita seasoning that we love. We that put we, on the chicken. We put on the chicken. Um, when we're really doing it, we have... <laughs> we have levels. Yeah. No, we have... We try to... We, we go pull out all the stops when we have friends come over. Yeah. But our family does tacos once yeah. a week. Easy peasy. But it's usually just one meat yeah. that we put together. But, but you will chop up peppers. Oh, yeah. We do peppers and onions sauteed up with yep. some fajita seasoning or taco seasoning. We if, do Mexican rice. and We do. If we remember, we get a couple of limes because oh, being yeah. able to squeeze a fresh lime on there so is good. great. Part of why we do Mexican food is the adaptability and versatility of it because for people who want a taco you can make tacos. For people who want a salad, we have lettuce. And if you're you can, trying to be healthier, yeah. You can do that. If, for people who want to do it as nachos, then you can just put the nachos down and put all the stuff on it and good, you're good to go. If you're a vegetarian, we have rice, we have beans, we yep. have peppers and onions, and we have things to cover it. If you're uh, gluten-free, yep. you know, you've got tons of corn products, so you should be fine. Like It, we, has, it has worked for just... And... and Importantly for our family, Andy, who is our picky eater, loves chips and queso. He will That's, make he will make himself sick eating chips and queso. We bought him a shirt, and at some point I'm going to have to just frame it and put it on the wall. Because it just is a shirt that says, put queso in my face So, And that is Andy to a T. If there's a Mexican restaurant with a white queso, we're not talking yellow Velveeta queso. Yeah, no. That's not acceptable for him. And there's one brand that you can buy in the store that has the queso that he likes. Or, he, he, or he, he'll tolerate. Settle. Yeah, he settles for it. Um, but, so, this is a meal that our entire family all loves, and we have every time a friend comes over. And those, we've had several people who are regular attenders at our house, and they get tacos a lot, because they like tacos. And I'm very big on, I want a person who's in my home to have food that's comfortable and yummy to them. Mm-hmm. So, one of my big things is I want to have your favorite drinks. I want to know what you love to drink, because I'm... I drink a lot. I'm a diabetic, so I'm always thirsty anyway. So I it I want to have drinks that you like. Well, I also want the same thing for food. You know, again, if you go back for seconds, that tells me that you really like it. It is a killer thing if you don't have the right drink. Oh, it just somebody makes my heart. wants. Yeah. Yeah. So tacos, Mexican food is a staple in the Devane house. And and it we put it on here, one, because it is so much part of what we do and who we are, but for me, I also can think of all the different people we've had it's over to yeah. our house. You know, like we've... Well, and this actually started as being a food that we brought people in from my family. My yes. parents did... Yes. My my father was a campus minister, so he was a, co- a minister to college students. And I, it was like one or two nights of the week that we would just have students over. If you didn't have money for dinner or you were hitting a hard spot... 
it was an open door and we had several tables put together in mom and dad's house and it was just come one come all if you want and it was going to be tacos or it was going to be spaghetti and most of the time it ended up being tacos and it was such a crowd pleaser with whomever was coming over you really could make it to your own that's what we started and when we decided we were having people over for the very first time in North Carolina when we were first married yeah we went with tacos and that's been our staple ever since it's so worked so so well so tacos or Mexican food whoop whoop it's a thing all right no, number five you are gonna Ooh. now this one could be a bee's knees but I'm not making it a bee's knees that's right because I've been very obsessed with this for the past month yeah I'm going to step out of the way because this is. <laughs> so I ran across a recipe of just a deconstructed Big Mac. <clears throat> and it specifically is for those who are doing keto or paleo. It's all the pieces of a Big Mac in a salad. So without the bread, basically. So we've, and we had, we had done this before. We had done this several times before and it was <clears throat> fine. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't the best thing in the world. It was well. We made the Big Mac deconstruction. We made sort of modified because I'm still doing gluten. But the suggestion that I had found for lots of people was to use it on Hawaiian rolls. Yeah, and I can't do gluten free. I mean, I have to do gluten free. Right. So we make a large pile of the meat, and yes. we would make we would dress up the the slider portions, the Hawaiian bread for you and Piper. So we would have these Big Mac sliders <clears throat> yes, that Piper you. and I could eat. And then the same pile of meat we'd have to off to the side and I could use either just mine be like a salad bowl or I had gluten-free bread that I could do an open-faced sandwich. Yes. So. And it was it was fine. It was in the rotation of what we did. It was okay <clears throat> until one night when you were making it and we realized we did not have this is like three weeks ago i think it was fairly recently we yeah did, we didn't have the thousand island dressing we had just been using cheapo in the jar thousand island dressing because we didn't the, we don't eat thousand island dressing for anything else so we're not buying super fancy but that's, for those of you who need to know that's the special sauce in big mac there you Do go. all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun did that's, you just make that up no that's the big mac song oh. but the special sauce was Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. Well, we ran out, did not have a jar, and usually we have a backup of everything in our pantry. So I, in panic, looked on Pinterest, thank you, Pinterest, and looked for a recipe for a homemade Thousand Island dressing. We had all the ingredients, or could make up the ingredients, to try this. We made some just on the whim because we had already had the meat done. We already had, like, we were three quarters of the way into making these sliders. And you need the special sauce to make a Big Mac. Yeah. We made it, and it was phenomenal. You were you were fretting. You, you were saying, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry about this. I don't know if you just... We have this much itty-bitty amount left of the store-bought sauce. If you want to use that, I'll just use this stuff. I said, no, it'll be fine. Let's do it. Well, I was panicked because you actually chop up... You can use relish, but you chop up bread and butter pickles very finely and you're not a pickle guy and so you know i'm and I'm, you've not you were not a big excited guy about the big mac sliders the the previous times we i'm made not them. really a big mac guy like yeah I, you're kind of like oh, okay it's fine like i did not go back for seconds what i love about you is you're not going to argue if i've come up with a meal plan for dinner you're never going to go this is disgusting i'm never eating this again like you'll eat whatever i put in front of you because you know that we're juggling all the things yeah it's it's <clears throat> but it was not a second it was not a it was not, not a second seconds. kind of thing. Until you this homemade dressing. This homemade thousand island dressing. That boom. You it put just, it on there. So y'all, I I've craved it. 
it's the best thing because I can make a big pile of the meat that's left over. And I, every day, every day this past week, I've had yeah. it for lunch. You're Even able, today, I had the last of it today for lunch. You're able to take it to work. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, it's wonderful. And do it at work and not have uh, any tummy ramifications or any sort of issues. I use one piece of gluten-free bread and mine's open sandwich because it's just too much to eat once. But then it's the hamburger meat with some onions cooked in it and all the hamburger meat seasonings. And then American cheese, shredded lettuce, and this Thousand Island dressing. And it's a game changer. So Big Mac sliders or deconstructed Big Macs is now has has become this is probably we threw this on here because this is the latest infatuation and we go through these phases yeah as everybody does well i'm assuming everybody does but we certainly do that we because for a while the (laughs) for a while the korean beef barbecue tacos were happening yeah once a week once a week yep so big mac sliders or deconstructed big mac two thumbs up yes all right so this next one is something that I had not really done until I came in to until I met you. And, you know, uh, birthdays are an important deal. Birthdays are a big, big deal in your family. Birthdays matter a whole lot. Whose birthday's coming up soon? Uh, your mom's birthday's coming up on the yeah. 28th. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? That was pretty impressive. Your dad that, just had a birthday. He's, he's, they're going to love that. But... I know. Shout out to Hilda. How you doing, Hilda? <laughs> love. What? Whose birthday's coming up? Well, our friend Lindsay's having a birthday. Ooh, our friend Anna's having a birthday, yeah, too. We got lovely people. We love. And they're yeah. wonderful. They're all... M.M.'s born in April. Oh, we do love My cousin M. Noah's born in April. I mean, yeah. yeah. Good people are in April. Yes. Are, are, you know what? You know what? Y'all, I'm giving him the eye. Your birthday is <laughs> yeah. in April. Yes. The Your birthday's in April. <laughs> yes, it is. So birthdays are very big. And I'm going to... I could probably get judgment for this. Everyone has a... Th- Thing, a cake or a sweet treat that everyone loves on their birthdays. Well, so. in our family, we one of the things we do is you get to pick the special sweet treat. For... You get to pick what we where where we're eating or what we're eating for yes. dinner. Yes, and then you get whatever the sweet thing is, whether it's an ice cream cake, which is I think a not okay thing, but yeah. Brownies. Sarah has really strong feelings about ice cream cake. We have a whole podcast on Weirdly, <laughs> like she's she's got really yes. like anyway. It's a weird hot take about a very cool treat. It's not a cool treat, but anyway. <laughs> so with for me, yeah, I may get flack for it, but there is a strawberry cake mix box cake mix, and then rainbow chip icing. Now, is there a difference between rainbow chip icing? And funfetti. Oh, there's icing. a big difference. Uh, I've been having strawberry cake with rainbow chip icing since I was in middle school, and it's been my favorite since then. Well, for my the end of my college and into seminary years and beyond, they took rainbow chip icing off the market. The difference is funfetti is sprinkles on top of the icing. Rainbow chip has these little dough icing dough balls that are mixed into the icing and it's amazing i know people have thoughts about store-bought icing i agree normally it tastes yucky or just not to its full potential very artificial yes except for rainbow chip icing there was even a petition for many years of supporters who were wanting rainbow chip icing back question Did you sign that petition? Oh, I did. And I signed your name. I even signed up our children's <laughs> name. So like, yes, I I'm, I signed up my mom and dad's name. Like I signed up some people because they needed to bring rainbow chip icing back 
And they did. And now you can get rainbow chip You're icing. You're welcome. <laughs> so we also have found that even though box cake mix is not great, there is ways that you can doctor it to make it taste better. And there's a fun, you add milk instead of water. water. You use butter instead of oil and you That's add an true. extra egg. Yeah, something like that. It totally changes it makes the cake even better. So for my birthday, every birthday, I want strawberry cake with rainbow chip icing. My daughter yes. is also a very big supporter of strawberry cake with rainbow chip icing. Now the challenge right now is she wants a dragon-shaped strawberry cake with rainbow chip icing. I'm not sure yeah. how that's going to go. Well, we but, got a few months before we got to figure that out. But so. so strawberry cake, rainbow chip icing. A very important part of... Has been since I was in middle school. That says a lot. That's... That's only 10 or 11 years. Oh, I love you. <laughs> okay. Number seven. Uh, <clears throat> let's just talk about sometimes we, <clears throat> Sarah and I, get very excited about a food project. Yes. We, yeah. get, we get something in our heads that we're like, you know what? We're going to do this. And we've never done it before. Not sure about it. It helps if we've watched a video on it. We're big on watching a YouTube video to yep. kind of learn yep. how to do something. But uh, we, and this was the first of a couple that we're going to talk about from America's Test Kitchen. Uh, we really like their stuff. They tend to... They have YouTube videos. They started with called, called Cook's Country. You can get so many good recipes. And so, they explain all the reasons... They've tested it out. Yeah. Amer- the best way to do America's Test Kitchen has a lot of stuff. Uh, some of it is stuff that we immediately look at and go, we're never doing that. Yeah. So some of it really is a little bit more complex, uh, complex than what we want. But there, we have gotten win after win after win out of this. and we, Specifically the next two things. Specifically the next two things. One of which we did for Thanksgiving. Yes. So we're going to butcher the name. We are 100% going to butcher the name, so buckle up for turkey in concotta. Basically means turkey in a pot. Is yes. basically what it means. <laughs> um, we Thanksgiving meals, traditional Thanksgiving foods are not a big uh, like here at our house. Um, we've only had a few turkeys that have been made in the history of your and my relationship that we enjoyed and would say oh we should do that again we've not made them turkey is either super super duper dry and not great or it's the best thing ever it doesn't there doesn't seem to be in the middle no no so we had watched this video that talked about for if you're feeding a smaller crowd yep and you want very good tasting turkey and it's moist yep you should try making turkey Unconcotta, yeah. which is turkey in a pot. And you take a turkey breast, so you don't have the legs hanging off of it. You do have the wings, but I, I can't touch that. But you are browning it in a pot with a whole bunch of seasonings and aromatics. And then you cook Aromatics. It. What did I say? Aromatics. <laughs> you're, not, you're not putting aromatics in the pot. I'm not. You're not doing that. So <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> so you're putting... Things that taste and smell good and taste good. She said I had to go into this pot. I don't understand. It's very warm in here now. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. You put these things in a pot and you cook your turkey turkey breast low and slow. You've browned it. You cook it. It goes in the oven in a Dutch oven. Specifically a large pot that you can seal. So it's browned in the Dutch oven. Like everything happens in this Dutch oven. It's a good three or four hours process. Yep. Um, we made it this thanks past Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Was it just this one or the last? Yeah. Yeah. We just thought, okay, let's try something different. My family, normally my parents have lived near us the past 
several years of our life. And my parents had moved to Tennessee right after COVID. And it was just going to be the four of us for Thanksgiving. So we don't have to feed a large crowd. The kids aren't huge fans of turkey anyway. Yeah. Let's just try this unbelievable recipe. We got the large turkey breast. We tried it. And it was phenomenal. So the special part of it, it all being in the pot, not... You don't get the browned, beautiful skin on the outside. Yeah, it's just of it. white so, turkey. So you are you're trading that off. But what you are getting in its place is being in this pot with all of that stuff. Is you are getting the most concentrated, incredible gravy. Oh man! And the gravy is you what will want makes to eat it. it like a soup. And I yes. did. Yes, she I, did. No lying. We were done with the turkey, and we still had gravy left over. And I was like, "That's no, no worries. I'm gonna hit this baby I'm up and it. eat it with a spoon." And I did. I ate gravy soup, yeah. and it was well. It, it's so good. It sounds fancier to say you had turkey soup. That does. I like that better. So you had turkey soup. I did have turkey soup, and it was phenomenal. Yeah. So the gravy is what makes it, and the gravy is, um, you know, strained. Uh, all the stuff strained out of the bottom of that pot. All the. <laughs> aromatics that's what i meant to say i Uh I was scared to say the word again because i was gonna get it wrong i know yeah and uh i'm so sorry what you um (laughs) what you get is a super concentrated flavor that is incredible and goes you know you slice up the turkey you put the gravy on it and it it's It's the moist turkey and the powerful gravy i am not a turkey guy and we we fought over it we did it ate all of it and then went and bought another one. We bought another turkey best. And I want to say it wasn't even like two or three weeks. We made oh, it, it was we made it again. not. We yeah, just, well, we did it Thanksgiving. I yeah. think it was before Christmas. So it was like middle of randomly, Advent. We just randomly picked One a, weekend. We're like, dude, we're doing Saturday. this again. Now, yeah. it is, it, like Sarah said, it, it's a commit. process. Yeah. You're you're several hours into this. Not hard. No. For a new cooker. Co- new. Chef. Thank you. Words. They're hard. Aramaic. Yes. <laughs> Stop. Okay. So, even for someone who's inexperienced in creating these things, it sounds like it's very complicated. If you watch the video that America's Test Kitchen provides, it walks you through and pause it, do the steps. It is super easy. And none of the ingredients are things you can't find, which is always a hard part, too. That's it. It's not some random, I need, uh, you know, $55 Chinese allspice with whatever. I need saffron that's yellow saffron that's blah, blah, blah. I don't even know if that's a thing. Nope, 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 nope. Super easy. So good. So, turkey concotta, Uh or turkey in a pot. Right. So good. So, so good. All right. The next one, we also got from America's Test Kitchen. In fact, it probably was one of the first ones that... Uh, what does it say about us that we watch a lot of videos with food? Well, it, what it says is that you are constantly trying to come up with new things because you love yeah. your family so much. I do. Is Dinner is the bane of my existence. So, so yes. what uh, we were watching this video, and it was a video about making pizza at home. Like, okay. I mean, we've done this. Everybody's yeah. done, like, Everyone's homemade pizza. Everyone's popped the pizza. can, and you put the tomato sauce on it. Or and... they do the English muffin pizzas. Yes, also, we've, we've yeah. done. Not not bad. Not, not, not even knocking it. Yeah. But um, this was, like, you you make the dough. But she said, you know what? It's not a problem to make the dough because this isn't as complicated a dough as normally the kinds of stuff you have to do. It's not a big Does deal. It have to sit for days. Yeah, blah, blah, it's blah. not a big deal. And she said, uh, the best part 
is the cheese. And she said, here's the Monterey Jack cheese. And and I was thinking, Monterey Jack cheese is a weird cheese. It's very mild. It's and... not mozzarella. Yeah. It's not. And she said, this isn't the cheese that's going on top of the pizza. This is the cheese that's forming the, the cheese wall. wall. And Sarah and I both, on our own, at the same time, went, oh. Okay. So, cheese wall. It w- and so this is a cast iron pizza. So some of you think Pizza Hut personal pan pizza, yes. little tiny pizzas that you got. For me, it was Reddit. No, read it. What was the read? Book it. Book it. Thank you. Book it. You read so many books and you got a little coupon that you can go get your own personal pizza. That, think that little crusty, cheesy portion around the crust. That's of, portions. Of all the pan pizzas that they would do. That's, you can make your oh, own. cheese wall. And it is in this cast iron skillet that you do the dough. And it is, again, um, several hours of process. It's a, you have to let the dough rest overnight. So it's so there's, harder to there's get a, You gotta, you gotta. It's not a quick meal. No. You work up to it. But the, I would say it is several easy steps spread out over a couple of yeah, days. it's not complicated. It's just timing-wise is None hard. of the yeah. steps are difficult. It's just the planning of it is yeah. a lot more than we're used to dealing yeah, with. Yeah, we throw stuff together at the last yeah. minute. Yeah, so, but when you do this and put it together... The cheese ball, y'all, is so good. It's, it's just so good. It's it, crispy. Yeah. It's... And they, the video specifically teaches you how to do this accurately, like so yeah. that it comes out. And we have, we've made this multiple times, yeah. and it's always come out perfectly. Again, gluten, so it's hard for me, yeah. but it tastes so good. We are fighting over the pieces of it. Normally, when we have like, um, you know, delivery pizza, there's always one or two pieces left over at the end. I don't of, even eat it. So. That people just yeah. get tired of. This is... It's worth cheating on. Yes, it is. It's incredible. Cast iron pizza. With a cheese wall. With a cheese wall. Yes. And props to America's Test Kitchen on YouTube. If anyone needs to look for them, you could learn all kinds of new recipes, try some different foods. They'll give you the history of things. And they really have tested out theories on and what equipment to use, what ingredients to use. So... Okay, and last one for this list, there are other foods. Oh, we got lots of food lists coming in yeah. your way someday. Yeah. So the last one for this list, maybe my favorite one. It, it should is, be. It is, uh, it's a lot of work. I recognize that it's a lot of work. It's not like the, it's not like the pizza we just did. Sure, like, it's not that sure. kind of hard work. But. but it is Sarah's banana pudding. Oh, oh. I've gotten, so uh, again, I'm. it's a compliment if you get a second run of this if you want seconds or thirds i've had we had friends of ours who she was having a baby shower and she requested that i make two large bowls of this and i was like how many people are coming to your baby shower and she's like oh no no one is for the baby shower one is for my house i'm not taking because that'll all be gone yeah and i made two banana puddings it it's incredible it's your favorite Dessert that I make. Yeah. This is generally what I want for my birthday is I want you to make a big old honking bowl of this. We'll put the little candles in the banana pudding. You all sing to me and then you go away so I can eat we my banana pudding. We have a dedicated banana pudding bowl. And it's real big. And it's only ever used for banana pudding. And I'm it is clapping big. because I'm happy. <laughs> it's... I. It's really good banana pudding. Yes, it is. It has <clears throat> yellow wafers. I mean, but it's... 
it's complex. It's it's really good. It used to be a Paula Deen that we sort of I, I altered. But yeah. It was a Paula Deen recipe, I think. But so you know, it's got all the fat and all the <laughs> yeah, like, whole like milk and all the things. You're not uh, you aren't doing it on your diet. No. You're doing it as your celebration. I mean, I used to make it when we had. Uh, Sistering the Bible study here, the women's Bible study here in our in our house, mm-hmm. and they would meet on Thursday nights, and I would make a big batch of it, and you would be so excited, and then you come home, and there was none left. I have never been so angry at my church uh, members before. I mean, like it was the first time we did it. I was like, y'all, because they were taking leftovers, like they were taking some home yeah. with them. It's like they, yeah. it, and I got in so much trouble. So we always learned after that that I would pull out a section and put it in a bowl for Patrick yeah. to have afterward. Yeah. But yeah, so banana pudding. Is another staple in our Devane family. And Ev- Piper likes it. I don't think Andy likes it. That's okay. More for you me. You love it and you're happy with it. I love it so, so much. I'm already excited. Not <laughs> the next Six time. months from now <laughs> when birthday. my birthday is coming. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and already put the order in. The, that's what I want. Y'all, now I'm going to have to make it some this summertime just because you can be like, I can't wait till my birthday. Well, I mean, I'm not going to tell you to do that, but if you really nicely. if you suggest doing that, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say no because I know what your love language is. It's me getting seconds. And you want seconds of my and banana I'm, pudding. I'm going to get seconds because I love you. Sure, sure. <laughs> so these are uh, some of our favorites, some of the foods that connect with history with us, but also some that we are loving right now. As always, we would love to hear from you. What foods are you guys obsessed with and eating with? One of the things that we love the most is this, sitting around a table, either eating or talking about food <laughs> and sharing stories. So the whole, again, the reason why we came up with the podcast to begin with is to, was to talk to you guys and to have a conversation at the table. But now we're talking about the food that we would be having technically if you were coming over to our house. So if you have specific foods and you want to share them with us, please please reach out. We have an email address that we would love for you to use. It is devaneworld at gmail.com. devaneworld at gmail.com. Talk to us. And if you know us in person, talk to us there Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Share your recipes because Lord knows, I, coming up with new recipes is always hard. So if you've got a new recipe or a thing that your family absolutely loves, please share it with us. Yes, yes, yes. All right. It's Ta-da! time. It is time. We haven't come up with our... Every uh, time. I know. We keep forgetting. I know. We need to do it. It's, it's fine. So it is time for our bee's knees. What is the things, are the things, or is the thing that we are loving right now, that are help, it's helping us this week, is bringing us joy or delight or laughter? Or, or we're just a flat out obsessed with this week. Because yes. mine is an obsession. Yeah. And you should probably go first. So my obsession this week, we've talked about a little bit about this is Holy Week for us. We're at the end of the Holy Week. And so we've been very, very busy, stressed busy. And the only thing that I have had emotional capacity to watch or to (laughs) rest into is a YouTube channel called Good Mythical Morning. And specifically, the only one of their videos that I want to see, they've done a line of movies they it's a guy named Rhett and a guy named Link they are best friends in like first grade or third grade in North Carolina now they live in LA they have this really successful YouTube channel and it's been around since 2000 
nine or like I mean a before long, YouTube was a real big a thing. Long, 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 long time. So they've got millions of, of viewers and subscribers. So we're close second to them. But That's right. um, <clears throat> <laughs> they have tens of people listening to them t- as they well. They do. Yes. So Good Mythical Morning has a show that's called. It, if you put in the tagline, we tried every blank flavor. So every goldfish flavor, every pop tart flavor, every Lay's potato chip flavor every ben and jerry's ice cream flavor and then they rank them a gut check of a one to 100 the first number off the top of their head of where they would rank the flavor of this item and they crown a top whatever in that category of what they think is the best thing it's about 20 minutes i mean it's never this is not a They're huge not long, long and thing. again let me it's not rocket science but i am obsessed with this. I think we've watched almost every episode of we've, these. We've started slowing down because we know there's a finite supply and yeah. you're starting to get bummed because now we're going into stuff. Because some don't of the other stuff about. is like stupid. Like it, it's monster drink flavor. Yeah. Or, and you've tried that. other as we were trying other because they have other videos obviously on their channel. They make videos they have lots of different things. Multiple times a week. Uh, as we were as we were watching one of their other videos, which was perfectly fine, it wasn't bad, I hear you sitting right next to me, and you're not even talking to me, you're just saying out loud, quote, I just want to watch them eat stuff. <laughs> I do. There's even one video, well, there's one segment of this where they have to put on blindfolds. Yes. And Link, who I think is the funniest one of the two of them, Link will say, as you can see, we can't. Because he's got these blindfolds on. And I'm, y'all, I'm, every it, time. it cracks me up every single time. Every time. There was one of the episodes that I almost peed my pants many times because I was dying laughing so much. Like, just full on almost peed my pants. So, Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link and the their Gut Check their series. Their Gut Check series. Oh my gosh, y'all. I've got to go look for it. It's not high quality. No. It's really, really funny and really, really good and worth seeing. So, I've, so I've been obsessed with this week specifically. Uh, so my bee's knees um, is probably just about as different as it could be. <laughs> that's uh, the story of our life. That's right. Uh, one of the things that uh, I am obsessed with, and uh, this week was a good time to mention it, is I subscribe on my phone. I have a little Apple subscription to the New York Times crossword. And I got it for free a year and a half or so ago and tried it for a month and really loved it and so for the last year year and a half it's been over a year now closer to a year and a half i've been subscribing they have a new crossword that comes out every day and they are the ones that bought wordle and so they now have wordle on their app and they've got a um, do you this is the one you do every night before you go to bed yeah this is the one i do every night before i go to bed and if you um if you do it without um, that you know they've got a hint section and they can show you where you did it wrong or whatever. If you do it without that, you get a fun little noise um, that that you know you hey you did it and you can get a streak going of each one that you do. So the way that the New York Times crossword works and the crossword's been going for over a hundred years now. It's a it's a really it's sort of the granddaddy kind of idea, but. The Monday crossword is the easiest, and it ramps up in difficulty till Friday or Saturday. The Sunday crossword is big, but it's generally about a Thursday or Friday level difficulty. And so getting, it's easy, getting a streak is challenging. At at least it has been for me. There are some people 
I've never done a full uh, crossword puzzle. My brain cannot do it. I don't. So it is amazing to me watching you read this thing and go, okay, yeah, this is this word. Okay. This is a blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just this. And I'm going, I don't even understand that first definition. How did you, I didn't even know that was a word. You know, like I, I can't. And you talk about the hint thing. Yeah. Please. I would live in the hints and then I'd need hints for the hints. Because I don't understand. And then I'd look at you and go, what's the, what's the hint of a hint mean? Yeah. I cross your puzzle. Word searches. (laughs) I can can look for words scrambled up. Easy peasy. But where's the New York Times word search? That's what I'm. That's my game. That's what I'm looking for. No, this, uh, it's a New York Times crossword and it's on the, they have an app and I do it on the app and it, uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I, it is how I sort of turn my brain off every night is doing these crosswords. And you know it's a toughie when I can't get it done at night and I've got to work on it the, the next, next day. Yeah. yeah, that's a toughie. But, Been uh, there. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. So, anyway. I'm, I And I tease you, I admire this in you. I am not that smart. So I love that this is you challenging your brain. This is how you wind down yeah. <laughs> to go to it's sleep. Fun. I'd be like... Do I know words? I don't even know words. And I would be up all night rocking myself because I couldn't do it. And you just do it for fun. Well, it is. It's a lot of fun. So the New York Times crossword. That is our bee's knees. Thank you so much for listening to episode nine. Can you believe episode nine? No, I love doing this. And we have people who, and for those of you who are listening, we have even gotten text messages today. You know who you are. Yes. Asking if we were... Awake enough to make sure we recorded today's podcast because they needed it for this week. We we know that this has been a rough week, but you still have enough energy but to you, record you, a we podcast, need you to still do right? A podcast for us, right? <laughs> and I, we love it. That brings me so much joy. It and does. I even had we even I got to explain to a new person today um, at my church, and then heard from another person at my church who I didn't know was listening. Was like, oh my gosh, I love you guys. I've been listening to you guys. You should totally check them out. And that just makes us happy. So, if you have friends who you think would enjoy honesty policy, share it. If something makes you laugh, something, or if we're being stupid, if you want to laugh at one of us who me who can't do word word puzzles, or you want a new recipe, I mean, yeah. share it up, guys. We would love to get feedback either on at Devane World or in person. We love this. We love you guys. We hope that you enjoyed our talk of Devane foods this mm-hmm. week. These may be the precursors for our. Uh, our growing enterprise where we eventually Our market. super successful yes, Devane yes. Foods. Yeah. Here at Devane Foods, we only use top <laughs> quality ingredients. <laughs> yeah, that's totally going to be us. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Have a, a fantastic week. week. Bye. Bye. Bye.